Now, here's a preview of Powerful Women Revealed. Welcome to WATD's Powerful Women Revealed, created and hosted by Nicole Perry. You're invited to enjoy an ongoing series of personal and educational discussions with a variety of women that want to educate, inspire, and bring awareness to the community. These women all have a powerful mission and appreciate the opportunity to share their stories, milestones, and successes with you. Here's your host, Nicole Perry. Good afternoon and welcome to Powerful Women Revealed. I'm your host, Nicole Perry, and I have a guest today. She is a returning guest. She has over 19 years of working with a major brokerage firm as a certified financial planner, and she became a certified life and career coach over five years ago to support her clients beyond financial planning with even more strategic support on an emotional level. Michelle Wardman, welcome back to the show again. Thank you so much for having me. I love being here. Can I just say, like, I love being here. It's I, fun. Uh, so we're just going to be a love fest right now because I love you to death. <laughs> I, you make me laugh Aww. when I when I think of you and you're not even around. You just make me smile. You make me laugh. You're such a great guest. I, it's easy. I don't have to. You, you make me look good. No, thank you. <laughs> It's well, you know what I think it is like, and I appreciate that. So thank you. But it's just easy communication, and yeah. I think we, we are really same- get each other. Yes, I mm-hmm. feel like we really get each other. And even before we went live just now, I was like confessing to you I felt bad about something I said, and you're like, "What are you talking about, Nicole?" <laughs> and I was like working myself up about apologizing. Yeah, because we all do that. I was in my head. Yeah. I'm like. I'm constantly in my head. So I'm very emotional mm-hmm. because I have been reading my book all summer With through a- chapter 15. And I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's enough. Yeah. The last three chapters, you're going to have to buy the book. <laughs> like, Aww. I shouldn't have given away that much. I don't know. But I just, you know, it's summer. We're in the middle of COVID, yeah. Delta, Moo, I all ha- this I had to laugh when I heard Moo because that's what my son's nickname is. I love this. <laughs> I was like, now he's... It's that is his nickname. <laughs> I love this. But with everything going on, I just... 
you know, I just wanted to lift the weight off my own shoulders a little bit and yeah. and, and capture my, my book on audio. So I'm yeah. going to be using all that audio and hopefully putting my book on Audible. It is a ton of work to is do it? this. Oh, yeah, I bet. Yeah. So it's I, I kept saying August I was going to have it complete and now we're, September, no way. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not even. It's all good. It's, it's, it's going to happen. But I want to talk about emotions because I was telling you that I'm feeling very very emotional today I feel a little split Mm -hmm. like you know a little torn like I'm wicked excited to get back in person in networking in September in back talking about our businesses but then I'm also oh yeah masks are back like out again and all these variants and stuff so my emotions are split and what did you say it's something good about emotions well it's good to feel emotions you know why because i think a lot of times it's so easy to not feel them and numb them and i call that you know kind of in the coaching world buffering yeah when people you know, when you feel a negative emotion, it's very easy these days to just pick up your phone, start scrolling through Facebook so that you're not like looking inside. Yeah. Or it's, you know what, let me grab that cookie or that drink. I just don't feel like feeling this right now. Yeah. And our emotions are caused by what we're thinking about, right? And what happens is I think a lot of the times when we don't feel our emotions, so, you know, if somebody does drink or they they do eat, when they feel negative emotions, what's going to happen? They're only going to feel worse. Yeah. So it's let yourself feel those emotions, good, bad, ugly, and then allow yourself to kind of process like, okay, like our thoughts create our emotions, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, what am I thinking about? Like what's going on in my head that are leading to all of these emotions? And I think I I agree 100%. And I also believe that it's important as a suicide attempt survivor, mm-hmm. like it is important to feel all emotions, yeah. like not just the good ones. Like, you yeah. know, you can't, you know, you have to take the good with the bad and you and and it's important to sit with it. Mm-hmm. Like really, like you said, feel it, sit with it. Think about it. Write journal about yeah. it. Right? I, like I love journaling and people will say to me, well, I don't really like to write. I don't know what to say, but you just get out what's in your head and the biggest thing is don't judge yourself. You're not your thoughts. Mm. Everybody has thoughts, whether they're pretty, they're ugly, whatever, crazy, <laughs> whatever it is, it's okay. And what I started doing, I told you this morning, is I started writing Dear God mm-hmm. in my journal. And if you don't believe in God, you can just, you know, Dear Beverly, yeah. or yeah. D- you know, dear, like what, dear, whatever friend you have, or yeah. or your, you know, a loved one that passed away, or what, what, you know, write to someone, dear else. John, dear John. <laughs> I know, I know, no. but it's it's helped me take it off of me. Yeah, you know. So I wanted to ask you a question about emotions because, and really thoughts because if so, I said to you, oh my God, I'm so in my head right now. And you're like, that's okay, F- you know, feel it, work through it. If if we're if we're in our head and we're stuck, mm-hmm. how the heck am I getting anything done? So <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I mean, I've I've written a book. I have a radio show. I'm in my ninth year officially now. Yay, like here at the station. Thank you. So how the heck am if if I'm stuck in my thoughts and stuck in my head and my mind? 
how am I getting anything done? So this is what I do, um, and I suggest to my clients do this, is the thought download. And what that is, is just get every thought that you can possibly, like that's going on in your head and get it on paper. Then when you just look at them all, however many you have, start to separate them. Like what are the stories that I'm telling myself? Like what is fact versus fiction? Because what happens is, and again, the important part is to not judge everything that you write down. So I must be doing this. Yeah. And like when you get stuck in your head, you're not writing it down usually. Yeah. But when you can actually see them on paper Mm. and you can see some of them, you can kind of almost laugh at some of them. Because if you're stuck in your head right now and you're just going around and around, you're not really separating them. Where if you uh, if you write them down, then look at them and say, okay, this thought, is that an actual fact? Yeah. Or is that something I'm just telling myself? There's so many stories. Oh, we're, yes, we live in story land. <laughs> <laughs> Some too. stories are nice. Yes. Like, yes, they are. <laughs> like, I have, you know, good stories mm-hmm. that I, like I was telling you about one of my kids, that there's oh, yeah. like a positive story in my head about how he was able to shift his own mindset mm-hmm. and I'm like I, I like that story that's in my head that I'm telling I mean yeah. he's not going to tell me anything he's 20 yep <laughs> but and that's that's the cool thing about stories you can create happy stories in your head mm. like I always joke about um, the example I use when I used to just sing like belt out Celine Dion in my head, I sounded like her. I, you know what? Now, I mind know. you. I know. I know. I feel like I sound like Madonna. But and you know what? Like those Whitney are fun Houston. Things. I'm just putting it out there. Yeah, <laughs> and those are fun stories that you can tell yourself over and over again. Like, but we also have negative stories. But when you can identify those stories as just being stories, mm. like with significant others or our kids or our friends where we've convinced ourselves that they must be thinking a certain way or they've done something when in reality like it's it's not reality. I wonder what the divorce rate is going to be like when we start looking into 2022, 2023, 24, 25 when they look back and they have the statistics and the data. I wonder what it's going to be. Because I tell you what, it is. it has not been easy having almost five or six people in yeah. one roof. Mm-hmm. Like working, oh, living, just being. Everything. Yeah. Trying to work, play, everything. Yeah. All under one roof. And, you know, it's, I, I just, I think it'll be interesting to see what that I is. I, I feel bad. I, I've struggled. Yeah. Just like everybody else. And I, you know, it's, it's, I, I just discovered this morning, we have to go to break, but I just discovered, like, not today, maybe yesterday, that all of the complaining I've been doing about another person. <laughs> Or this is my friend, actually. This is yes. my friend. This is your, not really me. Your friend's been complaining. <laughs> I totally botched that, didn't I, Kevin? Um, <laughs> all right. So the complaining I've been doing about this other person is really what I need to look at inside of me. And this has been a huge yeah, eye-opener for me. Because okay. you're not I, alone. 
But I, I feel, but like I said to you this morning, you know, I feel like I'm, you know, working on me and doing my stuff and, you know, checking myself and, you know, doing everything mm-hmm. that I need to do for me. But yeah, I'm not. I'm not. It's no, a journey. You are. It's a, uh, it's a journey though. Yeah. And I and I've also discovered I've been reading A Return to Love by Marianne Williamson. Such a good book. A lot of a lot out. about God, a lot about holy holy spirit, but really a lot about self relationships, all kinds of stuff. And um and I just lost that thought. So let's go to break and I will hopefully capture it and find it when we come back. <laughs> you are listening to Powerful Women Revealed. My guest is Michelle Wordeman, and you can go to mbwliving.com for more information. This is 95.9 WATD. Hi, I'm Michelle Wordeman, and I am here to help you navigate your life's next chapter through mind, balance, and wellness living. At every phase of our lives, through marriage, career changes, kids, and retirement, I am there for my clients emotionally to help create a personalized life plan. With my foundational coaching perspective and certified financial planning background, together we can create a plan for you through each chapter of your life. Contact me today through mbwliving.com for your free consultation. Fine, the sun shines most of the time And the feeling is laid back Palm trees grow and rents are low But you know keep thinking about Making my way back Well I'm New York City born and raised But nowadays I'm lost between two shores It's fine, but it ain't home New York's home, but it ain't mine no more I am myself To no one there And no one heard at all Not even the chair I cry We are back. You're listening to Powerful Women Revealed. Oh, my God. That is one of my favorite songs, Pump You Up. That I could just sit there and listen to that over and over again. I do listen to that (laughs) over and over again. Actually, I was listening to that running, I think it was like two weeks ago. And I was like, if there's anybody driving by me that sees me right now, I think I was like using my hands. I do it. I do it, too. I do it, too. I didn't know you were a runner. I'm trying to get back into. I shouldn't say back into it. I you am are trying to get, not trying. Yes, you are. I am. I don't enjoy it. <laughs> I but, am. I said. Yeah. I was like, but I, I'm working on it. I do you, other things. So you don't enjoy it. No. You like that goat yoga? Oh, that God, that is... no. You know what? That is a one and done. Like, I was one of the fortunate ones where the goat didn't go to the bathroom on my mat. 
Oh, but like, he stood on your back and you somebody yes. took a picture of the goat standing on your back in yeah. child's pose. I thought that was amazing. I'm like, <laughs> I want to do that. I do like yoga. In fact, I'm going tomorrow morning. But I so I do CrossFit. I do my yoga. I do my Peloton running. I try to do a little bit of because mm-hmm. on my bucket list, speaking of emotions, is to run the Boston Marathon someday. Oh, yeah. Even though I don't enjoy running, the shoe like the the feeling of accomplishment like I watch other people that I don't even know and I cry oh I so want that's that do you want that final result feeling yes. of running over the finish line mm-hmm. hmm I did a, I did a half marathon I don't know if I could do a full one yeah I don't know. you know what it's one foot in front of the other so I signed up to do Boston in April for a charity organization I'm just waiting on like the okay but I'm like I bought my sneakers I bought my stuff and I'm like get out there oh my god well you have a great support system at your home because your husband does that stuff like oh, yeah. easy peasy mm-hmm. so um I don't know if I could do it wow yeah, could. anybody could I anybody could it's all what you want mm-hmm. depends on what you want it, it's not on my bucket list yeah <laughs> <laughs> the goat yoga is but <laughs> yeah not the but I do like to run I do like to run. Now, before we went to break, I was talking about this um, book, uh, Return to Love. And it's it's not a love story. It's really um, more of a self-help. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about, um, it really, it, it, you know, we are all perfect already, mm. like as we are born. Yeah. And it's not about perfection. And I, I got to make that clear because I'm not a perfectionist. I, I strive for progress constantly. And maybe that's how I mm-hmm. get to where I am, even though I have the mucky thoughts in my head and the and the stuff that I get stuck with. I move forward because I look for progress. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing because even people that we look up to, like we've talked about Eckhart Tolle and there's so yeah. many other people, Ky- like, uh, Byron Katie, they still have mucky thoughts too. Yeah. They just don't get stuck in them. Yeah. And they're able to recognize and then, okay, what can I learn from this and move on? And move forward. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think it's when people just get stuck in that muck and people do. Yeah. That's where you kind of can spiral. Well, I, and what I'm learning, I'm learning so much now. Mm. From I'm turn- all the reading? I'm just, just from reading, I'm turning yeah. 54. I just feel like. You know, these past couple of months, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with you know a lot of reading to do on my <laughs> on my hands. I don't know. I just feel like I'm I'm coming into my own. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm just like, and each time I pick up a new book and I'm reading, and it's mostly self help. I mean, I read other stuff, but I feel like it's resonating more with mm. me. Like, it wouldn't have resonated if I were 23. No, because you didn't have the life experience that you've had. So 25 years later, it's like, okay, this stuff will actually start to make sense. Yeah. And I think that's, like, I remember reading in my 20s when I started to experience anxiety and panic attacks. I remember reading The Quarter Life Crisis. Because I think... Oh, is that a book? Yes. The Quarter Life Crisis. Because, okay, you're out of college, you're starting maybe your first or second job and then I think it's like okay so do I really want to like do what I went to college for and I I think it was perfect because I was kind of like in that like wait what am I doing like I'm 25 I'm kind of still partying and I don't really know what I want and you know I think that's when people start to meet 
their significant others and or maybe not. Mm. So that was a really good book. But to your point, like I think um, every stage different things will resonate with you. Yeah. Now, when you're getting stuck in your head, you really, what I'm learning through Eckhart, totally, mm-hmm. is that every, the only time is now Yeah. that matters because right now is actually creating your past. And mm-hmm. right now is also creating our future. Yeah. So there is no other time but right now. Yeah. And I know we have to go to break, but there is no other time but right now. Mm-hmm. When you're helping your clients, are are they mostly stuck either way? In the past. Mm. And the, we used to use this, um, this phrase, you know, in the financial planning world, like past performance doesn't um, indicate future performance. So a lot of people look to their past for their answers and why they may or may not succeed. But you know what I used to say all the time? History is the greatest predictor. And I'm not so sure I believe that anymore. Yeah. I used to say that all the time. Maybe for some things, but I find when it comes to personal development or like, because people, it's easy for people to look to your past for your answers as to why you can't do something. Like, oh, I've tried before. It doesn't work. Or this person hurt me before. Like, I can't rely on them now. I think if you get stuck living in the past, you're only going to keep recreating it. Yes. And that's where that's not necessarily the best <laughs> the best method to move forward. Uh, it, unless you want to keep recreating that. Yeah. So it's important to think about what we want. Mm-hmm. Really, what do we want? Yeah. Now, I know I want to finish my book on audio, mm-hmm. but it's not a huge priority for me right now. Yeah, that's okay. Because, you know, we're still in a pandemic. And I'm, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just doing, we're all just doing the best we can. Yeah. Right? And all I, doing the best we can. Yeah, and I think it's important to give ourselves some grace. Mm, and be grateful. Yeah. Let's talk about gratitude when we come back. All right, we do have to go to break. You can find Michelle at mbwliving.com. You can also go to the directory at powerfulwomenrise.com. I'm your host, Nicole Perry. You are listening to Powerful Women Revealed right here on 95.9 WATD. Are you getting the support you need to move your business forward? The perfect group for you might just be Powerful Women Rise. We are a motivational mastermind for women who are serious about transforming their businesses and missions. Each meeting, we educate ourselves on topics relevant to the entrepreneur today. And we gain incredible support from a team of professionals with diverse experiences and wisdom. So how do you want to be supported over the next 12 months? Visit PowerfulWomenRise.com to register or get started today.
And we are back. You are listening to Powerful Women Revealed. I'm your host, Nicole Perry. Oh, my God. She's local. That is Timing by Alyssa Amador, A-M-A-D-O-R. Amazing, beautiful song. Yeah, that was my first time hearing it. I liked that. It is beautiful, beautiful. Mm -hmm. Every time I play it, my husband thinks that, oh, great, she thinks she's right again. (laughs) (laughs) I love that she says, I don't know where I'm going. And I don't know where I've been. Because... Yeah, a lot of people feel that way. Yeah, and I want, and she does. You know, it's the three words are forming, and that's what makes me scared, and all of this. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are scared right now. Yeah, I'm scared, and yeah. I think that this is part of the emotions that I'm feeling today, because you know it's early September. I'm back out there networking. You know, I have my mask. I'm doing being yeah. careful and being safe as much as I can. I'm trying to have as much gratitude as I can, mm-hmm. but uncertainty our brains don't like uncertainty but the only thing we can be certain (laughs) of is uncertainty yeah know that it's like it's coming it's part of life but yeah our brains don't like it no one has a crystal ball no no one has it Mm -mm. so how how do we how do we deal with uncertainty how do we get out of our head yeah. We, well, we, we we put ourselves in the present moment. Yeah. And I think, too, um, just knowing that you can't control every situation is just yeah. kind of accepting it. I mean, as humans, we're like the biggest, um, so we're like adapters. So as humans, we adapt to whatever most cir- of us do. The circumstances yeah, are. Yeah. And when you, when you fight it or you can't adapt to it, then that's where I think you kind of get a little stuck. Yeah, not letting go. Yeah. Like the old phrase, let go and let God. Yeah. You know, I, you know, I just, it's, it's so, I've been saying it for years, let go, let God, can't control other people, the only person you can control is yourself. Mm-hmm. All of these phrases we've all heard. Yeah, it's practicing them. But it, but it's still instinct for us, for example, planning a meeting or planning something with a client, mm-hmm. something, you try to foresee yeah. the, all of the different angles. Oh, yeah. Plan for obstacles. But in hindsight, you can't, you can't plan. You can't plan for everything. Every, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And you have to learn to be okay with that. Yeah. And I think that's where it's hard because as humans, we like to control things. Mm-hmm. And Not I, in a bad way. And just I, so how, how slow do you live your life? I'm a lot slower than I used to be. Mm-hmm. Like that was one thing that came out of COVID. Yeah, but even like, previous to that. Oh, yeah. From my previous job and my previous life. Jeez. <laughs> I you lo- didn't you didn't have one minute to spare. No, because my extra minutes were spent commuting. So I was in the car for about three hours a day. Mm. But which at one point used to cause me so much stress and so much so much anxiety. But then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna use this opportunity. I was introduced to podcasts. So I started mm-hmm. to go into different podcasts. I got into a coaching podcast. I would listen to, because I was doing my certifications, I would listen to coaching calls. 
And by the time I knew it, I was home and I'm like, wait a minute. Oh, and books. Like I got into audibles Mm. and I'd find myself still sitting in the car just wanting like five more minutes versus before I kind of had that mind switch. It was like, when am I going to be done? When am I going to be done? Like feeling my heart race and like it was just, it's total mind switch. That's driveway radio. Yeah. (laughs) When you're in the car and you're in the driveway and Mm -hmm. you want to finish listening and you don't want to go in the house, that's driveway radio. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I was meeting my husband at his work Christmas party and I was finishing a book. I get in there and he's like, have you been crying? I'm like, don't judge. I was like, I had to finish because this person in the, it was, it was a happy tear. And he's like, okay. I was like, but I was like, that's how I just spent my hour and a half. Mm. So, so how has your business shifted? Because I, I, I've, mine has, um, shifted a little yeah I can't say that it shifted a ton I've progressed has yours progressed or shifted during all of this last 20 plus months yeah you know what it uh it's shifted from people used to like to come into my office it was it almost felt like a therapeutic office which I love it it's very zen People used to come in. Um, Lie down on the couch. Yeah, legit. <laughs> uh, no, they'd sit there, you know, have your tea. But I think in today's world, when people realize they could get coaching from their own house or take it from their car or take it from their mm. office, they've stopped coming in, which, you is, know, is... It's helpful. Yeah. it's it, it can alleviate some stress. Yeah, and I think when, you know, it's everything's through zoom some people are zoomed out and they like that human connection but at the same time i think a lot of people um were emotionally stuck and i've had more clients come to me that found themselves emotionally eating or emotionally drinking that wanted help with that so that's been another kind of shift but you know i'm just grateful that there's so many places out there that did not make it through the pandemic um, which is sad but Thankfully for my, you know, for you and your business, yeah, and for the still... and for my clients because I think having that person to kind of te- like when you have somebody to tell your stories to, mm. and I'm able to help identify like is that really true that you're yeah. te- like what it is you're saying to have somebody be able to point that stuff out is mm. just like I see relief from people. So yeah, and I've I've shifted a little bit too and progressed i do some stuff on zoom too mm-hmm. so we have culture and environment and we have a um you know a little book club mm-hmm. and it's not your typical book club and a laser lunch so i'm a, i'm grateful too that i'm able to you know shift a little bit i i really didn't want to shift a whole lot i'm glad yeah. we're back to in person I, oh me too I, and we, you know sitting as far apart as we can and yeah. and doing all of that i mean you know, it is what it is. It is. And I think, you know, I've run into people that they're like, I'm all done with this. And it's like, well, what are you going to do? Yeah, like, you, you can't be done with life. Yeah. You, 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 you know, and, and the more we resist, mm-hmm. the more it will persist. Like, well, and they, who, like who, I, I say this all the time, I'm like, but I'm like, who are those thoughts hurting? Like, yeah. Yourself, right? Like when you're constantly just battling everything that comes your way, and I don't mean that you have to. You know, there's different sort of opinions for yeah. all, the, and I know I have a different opinion than a lot of people. I relate though for what you just said. But who it's, are you hurting? You're only hurting yourself when you say, "Oh, I'm so done with this." Yeah, yeah, we're all done with it. Yeah, <laughs> like we're nobody, just, 
nobody's not done. There's <laughs> nobody out there rallying. Come on. Yeah. Keep that COVID going. Like No one's oh. having a COVID parade. Oh, God. In oh, today's world, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> like, nobody wants this. Yeah. You know? But I it's, mean, yeah, you could sit there and just be angry at the world or just here you go. Like yeah. that whole, like, life gives you lemons. Yeah. <laughs> I, I tell you, oh, we have to go to break. Uh, all right, I'm going to save this for when we come back. Um, you can go to Michelle. Uh, actually, you can find Michelle Werdeman at mbwliving.com or go to the directory at powerfulwomenrise.com. We have lots of events up there now, so you can check out our events if you are daring and you want to put on a mask and come see. Uh, I'm your host, Nicole Perry. You're listening to Powerful Women Revealed right here on 95.9 WATD. A grapefruit diet is not realistic. A love diet is personal. For over two and a half years, Nicole Perry has been writing her debut book, I Am on a Love Diet, and it's officially available on Amazon right now. Nicole's debut book, I Am on a Love Diet, is Nicole's story of how she focused on feeding herself love for 365 days and shares her very candid, raw, and personal thoughts about the dieting industry. Nicole's book is nonfiction, but reads like a beach novel. Get your copy today by visiting ilovemydiet.com. Get up off the high horse. Get up off this train. Get up off the high horse and drop that thing on me. Get up off the high horse. Get up off this train. Get up off the high horse and drop that thing on me. I like the girls in the country. are back you are listening to powerful women revealed that is high horse with one of my favorites oh my god where is it he is back uh nelly so that was bronco nelly breland and blanco brown (laughs) oh my god what a freaking fantastic song it's so fun if you saw us dancing oh my god yeah we look a little idiotic here someday i'm gonna do the um you know the the Facebook Live thing, oh, and have that's and, a good idea. And clip my thing, and then we can just try. I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> See, I'm in my head again. I just I just went. I just had a great idea, and then I'm like, nope, back in my head. Nope. See, and that's ego. That's ego that holds us back. Mm-hmm. Ego is fear. A lot of people think they're listening right now. Like, I don't have an ego. I don't have an ego. We all have ego. Yes. And it's just a matter of the level of our ego, and if it's in check. Yeah, I think that's such a great point you make because when most people hear ego, they think like egotistical. Yeah, like conceited, oh, no, egotistical. It's not any of that. Yeah, no. No, it's it's um, it's um, fear. Mm-hmm. Ego is fear is oh, yeah. what I'm learning. It is, they're linked. Yeah. And love is the opposite of ego. And the other thing that I learned, are you ready for this? Yes. And this is from A Return to Love, Marianne Williamson. Um, Everything that is said is either 
coming from love mm -hmm. or in need of love. Oh, I like that. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, I'm going to think about that. That's cool. It's like I'm thinking, yeah. So like that text that you just got, that's either from love or in need of love. In, uh, in need isn't, of love. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. And I'm trying to, like, this concept and, like, all this reading I've been doing, because as soon as I finish writing my own book, I'm, like, absorbing every book yeah. I can possibly mm -hmm. absorb. And these are the types of things that are really resonating with me now. And I just hope that all of these things that are resonating are really going to put me in a position where I want to be in. Well, and I think, like we talked about earlier at our meeting, at our uh, Powerful Women Rise meeting, it was... If you're not growing because you go like once you've kind of maybe tackled something and you're growing in a different area, like if you're not growing, then what are you doing? Yeah, you're you're standing still. Yeah. And that's not being in the present moment. No. Standing still is not being in the now. Mm -mm. And I and I, I am. So you said that you're a lot slower. You're moving a lot more in a yes. slower way because you want to. Yeah. And it took I'll be honest, it took months of getting used to. Because when I started to work in in my own business and on my own business, and I wasn't working for the big corporation, and yeah. I felt guilty at first, and I felt like I wasn't working hard enough because I wasn't working sixty hours a week. Mm, that's ego. Yeah, like the, the ego is telling you you need to do all of this yeah. and keep up with all of this, and it made me feel really status, bad. Status, status mm -hmm. symbol, all of that. Yep. And it took me a while to realize that, no, like my life right now, I don't want to work 60 hours. If I work 15 and I get what I get done and I service my clients and I do whatever I want to accomplish, then let it be 15 hours because mm. it has opened up time for me and my kids. Yeah. It's opened up more time for me and my husband for my own personal wellness and journey. And it's been two years since I left, you know, my corporate job and while I miss the people in my team that I worked with, I 100% don't miss that lifestyle. Yeah. And so the ideal client for you to work with is a person that is, dare I say, like you. Oh, you, yeah. You say middle-aged <laughs> middle, middle -aged mm -hmm. woman with not a minute to spare yes. that wants to change what they're doing, even if they don't know what they want. Absolutely. I was that person I want to say six years ago, and I found myself like I was just reacting to life, and it was the same thing over and over again. I was like mm. that hamster on the wheel, but I had no idea what I wanted. I just knew I wanted something different. And then I personally found coaching, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this, this is, is it. This is it. This, this is, is it. Like, this there is are, how I want to serve my community. Yeah. I was like, there are so many other women. Because I think at that. In that stage where you have little kids and you're working, I think you think that life is supposed to be crazy and chaotic and stressful. Yeah. And to a point, you know, it could It kind be, of is. But it doesn't have to be all-consuming. Like, I found myself, I was like, wait, how much weight did I gain? And not even realizing it. Yeah. Because you're, I was just reacting to life and it was the same thing every day. So mm. that's where I'm like, I have been making a huge difference with people and I can't wait to continue because... I look at where I'm at now, and 
I wouldn't trade it for the world. Yeah. Like, Me I, too. Me yeah. too. So I've slowed down a lot too. Mm. And I meditate. But I'm, I I also read Mary Kay recently. Mary Kay Ash, mm-hmm. founder, owner, writer, you know, whatever. She's no longer with us. But it was really quite an amazing book. And it was her, you know, self um um, biog- what is it? Biography. Oh yeah, autobiography. About, yeah, ab- about her story and and all of the different decisions that she made all along the way, and oh my God, I learned so much from her. She was just such a a go getter, mm-hmm. and I know that we're creating as entrepreneurs, we're creating lives that we want to live. We're, yeah. we're we became we become entrepreneurs so we can build our own schedules. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And but still, it doesn't mean that we're not working hard. And mm-hmm. what I realized with her is that you have eight hours of sleep. Yeah. And eight hours of work. A typical person goes to work eight hours a day and then eight hours of play. And it, it, like, there's so many things. Yeah. That was just one example. There are so many things. And I realized, oh, maybe I need to put a little more um, hours in. Even though I do want to have my morning self-care mm-hmm. routine, I think I want to add more hours at the end of the day. So there were just so many things that I learned from her. Yeah, I think that's interesting you say that because what I like to do is, whether it's like a Sunday night, just figure out, I look at the week and at what do I want to accomplish this week? Yeah. And I don't make it about the number of hours per se, but mm-hmm. okay, so if this is what I want to accomplish with my fitness, this is yep. what I want to accomplish in the kitchen. Like, I All the pieces fit in yes. however they fit in. All you have to do is focus on what you want. Yeah. I love and it. And then I, the time will just kind of fall into pieces, but it, I will accomplish what I want. Or fall into place. The yeah. pieces, the pieces will fall into yes. place. Yes. I love it. That's I totally, totally am on the same page with you. We are out of time. That There's was so really much. Fast. <laughs> we didn't even talk about half the stuff that I wrote down here. Like <laughs> part two coming. <laughs> I know, I know. We, there's so much we could go on and on about. I want to um, leave you with this final quote, but you can also find Michelle at mbwliving.com. You can also go to the directory at powerfulwomenrise.com. Um, I want to leave you with this final quote. It's so sim- simple. This is Oprah Winfrey. You become what you believe. Totally. I love that. So simple. So simple and so true. Mm-hmm. So thank you again for being here. Thank you for having me. I love being here. Oh, I love having you here. I want to thank you for listening. And I really am grateful that you are listening. I hope that you will um, be with me and spread more love into every human being around you and also help end systemic racism. It's a lifelong process for everyone who shares our mother earth. So do what you can speak out and just simply care. I hope you will tune in next Sunday after the news at noon. Until then, I'm your host, Nicole Perry. Have a great week. And remember, knowledge is power and it's what you do with that knowledge that matters.